Dinosaurs, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Yep. Mary, it has been two weeks since we released Dinosaur Table Battles. Yep. How are you feeling about that? Good. I got me a Dinosaur Table Battles button. What is it called? Micro badge. Micro badge. Micro badge on BGG already. That's fantastic. I'm so happy. Wait, when you hover the mouse over it, what does it say? Dinosaurs, everybody. That's pretty good. Yep. I like that. Ashley was on a Slack today, and there were a couple of people talking about the game, and like they were getting into particular dinosaurs and how those dinosaurs work together, and how to counteract this combination, and what dinosaurs work against other dinosaurs, and how how do you make Dinocharis work well, and how how do you handle your opponent having Utah Raptor and Triceratops? That was really neat. Yeah, I really wanted the game to support that kind of. I don't want to say analysis, but that kind of digging into it. And I didn't know if people would dig into it that much. So you're still anti-expansion? I'm not still anti- What? No, I'm not anti-expansion. I am waiting to see what all is, is... How it's received in general and what specific things people are liking and not liking. And what's coming up as far as certain combinations. So I can have something interesting to contribute with an expansion. If I try to do an expansion now, I'm not really going to be responsive to what people who dig the game I didn't want. say you had to do an expansion today. Although, if you want to, you can. <laughs> Obviously, if you want to. You said I was anti-expansion. Where? No, I asked you if you were still anti-expansion. I never was anti-expansion. The previous episode of this podcast, the conversation we had last week, was about how, yeah, there'll be an expansion. I'm still waiting. Not on the podcast. You have said (laughs) numerous times, you don't, especially when we've been out on walks and we've been talking about it, you don't know if there will be an expansion. You don't know how it's going to be received. You don't know if you can come up with enough dinosaurs for an expansion. I'm basically waiting to see what form the expansion is going to take and what was going to be the best in terms of um, adding to the game and then in terms of it making sense financially. We want to make sure we have the price point that makes sense for us and makes sense for the customers as an expansion, but that the art budget that we have involved with that uh, makes sense for that price point. You know, if, if we were to add 15 more dinosaurs... To, to the game, for example, that's a fifty-card deck. Well, that that's a standard size for an expansion. We can do that as a twenty-dollar expansion. But our cost-wise, oh yeah, it's a lot of money. We but just had fifteen dinosaurs. That's not what you said previously. I mean, we did as far as an expansion. But we did talk about it. We did talk about this. That it was as far as the art cost goes. I know that's going to be wild. Yeah. So it's finding. The right, so maybe five dinosaurs is the right number, but then what do we do with the other cards? Because a 20 card deck, we can't sell that for 20 bucks like we can a 50 card deck. And if we're selling it for much less than $20, we're probably having a much smaller profit margin. It takes longer to make back the money on those art costs. So it's just figuring out what the expansion looks like, and that involves me waiting and seeing how people react to the game and what can be added to it in an organic way. But so far, that response is pretty good. And it's the kind of thing that I wanted for something like this. Because I, I was worried that, you know... I mean, I thought people were going to buy it and like it because it's dinosaurs. But I, I was worried that people wouldn't get beyond the surface on it. 
just because the two previous games I've done that aren't historical games, there was the fantasy game and the sci-fi game, and both of those were games that I built to have a lot of compelling meta elements as far as different strengths and weaknesses of different characters or tanks or whatnot, uh, different interactions between different setups, and both those games flopped and no one dug into those at all. Like that fantasy game, you had different kinds of attacks, and you each character had like four or five different special abilities, depending if they're triggered at different times, and had different one-off crazy effects, and no no one played it. You know, it, it, was, it was a massive flop, especially with the art costs that were involved. Well, I enjoyed High Speed Hover Tank. I would really like to do that one. I'd, I'd like to go into more than what you had. Yeah. Shadows in the Wield. The main thing I remember about that is how dark the cover of the magazine was. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, yeah. No, the printing, the printing wasn't printing was great. printing was terrible. Because oh, my God. We had, so we had an illustrator who did all the character illustrations, and we had the cover for the magazine. Uh, this was a magazine game. And we had the, the cover illustration that was done separately, was paid for separately. This is a nighttime ambush scene. Various colors and, and characters and it was so dark you couldn't see anybody or anything and all all the stuff that was remarkable about it was was just it was just black just inky black it was a pretty good cover too yeah oh yeah and it was worse than that because the counters so one thing we try to be very uh, conscious of in making this this fantasy game for this magazine is we wanted to have a more diverse cast. Uh, we didn't want a bunch of white European looking people in, in only in this, this fantasy world. So we had characters from different backgrounds, uh, including some black characters. And unfortunately, the printer, when, when, when they printed it, they printed everything so dark that there was no definition on the faces at all. It was just this brown smudge. And I was so angry and the artist was so angry because we put a lot of time and effort trying to do something that- Would appeal to everybody and- And, and, and be, yeah, be inclusive. And, yeah. and I mean, that's not what ended up being printed. Mm -hmm. And and that was one of the core. I mean that. I mean there are a lot of reasons why we started Hollandspiel, but not having that control. Now I think it being in the magazine format, uh, another problem with that game, and it's also had the same problem with the High Speed Hover Tank, which was a, a Ziploc game, is that both games were originally bigger than what they ended up being. Number of maps, characters, stuff going on, was cut down drastically. Now it had been designed with the magazine in mind and with the, the folio format in mind, so it was designed for a certain footprint. But then it, I had to basically cut things in half on both games. So these games were supposed to be kind of a big and full of possibilities, and they feel, felt really constricted, which is another reason I think they did do well. When I played High Speed Hover Tank, you'd already cut it down by then. Mm -hmm. And it was still good. Yeah, it, just, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Well, I want it to be better. Okay. Because so I, I really enjoyed what you had in the rule book. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was just fun. It was cool. It was fun. Even with it being cut down, it was still enjoyable. Well, it might be, it might be something that I revisit because I have the rights to both those games. And I would say having done Dinosaur Table Battles, I mean, it's not a big game as far as its, its footprint, its components. I mean, it is the game I want it to be. And there were, there were not any compromises to, to get it to fit designed 
to be what it is, and which is one of the, the great strengths of Hollenspiel as 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 a model. Is the thing that we're doing is I don't need to compromise what I want to do. Now I generally design for a smaller footprint anyway, but I don't need to after the fact say okay I have to cut this in half to to shoehorn it into this format. Yeah, that that's one of the problems with the the folio is that you have to make it so small. I think the main concern for me with both of those is the art budget because those, in order to do them right, and I'm not even sure if doing them with five eighths inch counters or whatever is doing them right, which which is a whole nother bag of apples that I don't even want to talk about right now. For the I, I'd rather do different size counters because you had the big ones, yeah, you had the heavy ones, you had the medium ones, and you had the light ones, like a smaller counter for the small for the light, and then a bigger one for the medium, and a big one for uh, the heavy tanks yeah well i'm saying i'm not even sure if doing counters regardless of size rectangular counters is the best thing for that even if we're doing them with counters the amount of art that's involved is much higher than what we usually do with our art budgets now we had a higher art budget for dinosaur table battle but i think we figured we had enough buy-in with the concept that we would make a profit fairly quickly and when we we basically were in the black on day one. It's not something I'm, I'm insisting on we do right now. I enjoyed high-speed hover tanks, yeah. okay? And I'm just talking about it. Just I saying, understand. hey, I wouldn't mind doing that. I wouldn't mind trying shadows in the wheel. I do know that that would take, that one in particular would take, take a lot, lot more art. A lot of art, yeah. And, and I'm not sure if we are tapped into that market sufficiently. Yeah. Last year, actually, I was contacted by someone, by a company that wanted to look at shadows as a miniatures game and I was like I'll I'll send you the rules we can talk we'll we'll see and they ended up wanting to go in a different direction which is perfectly fine and still have shadows to do it with what we want but like that's the kind of thing where I see it working as a minis game which mm -hmm. is not us that's not really us so putting all that art cost into it I don't know a high feed hover tank definitely seems like it's more likely to happen but right now it it would probably be counters because I can't see us getting into little wooden tanks. Probably what we would do if we were not to do like regular counters is something like what they did with the deluxe edition of Ogre, where they basically have these three-dimensional tanks made out of punchboard pieces that slide into each other. Oh yeah, that's right. They did that, didn't they? I forgot um, about that. I mean, and that's that's doable. I'm not sure if it's feasible. Like economically, as far as the number of counter sheets that would be required to produce even a very small number of tanks would make the game very expensive, and I'm not sure if it would be able to justify that price point. Now, the next game we have on our docket is The Field of the Cloth of Gold, and we were going to be releasing that this week, but our printer, Blue Panther, is out of commission for a week or two while they're dealing with some stuff. And so as a result, we're just going to delay the release of that game until that time. So right now, any orders you place are not going to ship right away. They will ship when they get back up and running again. Just be aware of that. Field of Cloth of Gold then will come out early in July, which is a little bit of a bummer because we did design the game to coincide with the 500th anniversary of the meeting to Field of Cloth of Gold. It's still the anniversary year. It's still the anniversary season, even. Yeah. I mean, we're... We're, we're still in, in, in the general time frame. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew we were going to miss the actual anniversary when we figured out Dinosaur Tail Bells was coming out when it came out, that we'd actually be releasing it like three days after the anniversary. 
Uh, now releasing a bit later than that, but that's okay because uh, the thing I always come back to is no one really cares when a game comes out, just if it's good once it does. And it is good. I like it. So, Dinosaur Table Battles is fantastic. That's true. So, I mean, it, it could have taken longer than what it took, and you, this would be fantastic, right? Feel of the Cloth of Gold is, is a good game, babe. Could have been it's another 65 million years. You would have been fine with Really that. good game. No. <laughs> Hang on, Mary. Let me, let me hover over you with my mouse. Dinosaurs, everybody. Works every time!